Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on WKOM 101.7 FM. Brought to you in partnership with community partners like Caledonian Financial. Thank you for your support. We're going to have a great show today. We have with us today some people from Career and Technical Education and the Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance. Let me go around the room here and start introducing everybody. First on my left, I have Miss Terry Thornton. She is the Career Technical Education Workforce Development and Career Coach. Welcome to the show, Terry. Thank you. It's good to be here. Terry, you've been on the show once before, right? Yes, we're pathways. Um, yeah, for Pathways. Um, tell our listening audience just short uh, hello and, and, and a little bit about yourself, please. Okay. Um, I've been a teacher for about 34 years. Uh, 20 of those was um, I did in Mount Pleasant High School. And then this is my third year as the Workforce Development Career Coach for the CTE Department. And what a great job you do there. Um, I enjoy the, the information you send to me that we can put out and put uh, share with the community in our newsletter and all that. So thank you for all that you do. Uh, next time I, around the room here is Miss Amy Roberts. She is the Career and Technical Education Supervisor. Welcome, Amy. Good morning. Again, uh, same thing. Could you tell our listening audience a little bit about you? You've been on the show once before also. Yes, for just a short while. Um, I am a, from Giles County. I was a teacher in Giles County from 2004 until 2017. I transitioned then into an assistant principal role at Giles County High School before becoming CT director in Giles County in 2019. Uh, I was the CT director in Giles until April of this year when I transitioned to Murray County. So I've been here since April and have very much enjoyed uh, getting to know all the people in Murray County and immersing myself a little bit more in the Murray County community. Man, we are so grateful you're here. And we have somebody we know in common, and you affectionately call him Tommy. I call him John Davis, who was a good friend of mine. I worked with him in my previous career, right. and I still keep in touch with. Um, that's your brother, right? my oldest brother i had four brothers okay so he was my oldest there's a 12 year difference in us so he's always kind of been like a second parent to me early shout out to john t davis because i think i've already shouted him out before on the on the show last time you were on but uh what a great guy and Travis. Um, Travis Groth is the vice... Travis Groth. (laughs) I I see it and my mind says Groth, but it's Travis Groth is the vice president of economic development for the Murray County Chamber, right? Correct. All right. Um, Travis... uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so first off, I'm honored to receive the invitation to join you today. Thank you for having me. Um, Been with the Murray Alliance for about nine years, um, and the economic development team uh, mainly focuses on four different areas, so uh, existing industry support, uh, recruitment of new industry, what we call product development or site development, and then uh, our most recent area that we've rolled up our sleeves and tried to be helpful with his workforce development, which we'll be talking about today. And so, again, just uh, appreciate the invitation. Awesome. And, and it is great with all the things you guys are doing down there at the Chamber and the Alliance. Um, you just guys, you guys really do an amazing job. I've been involved with them for quite a few years with different entities and now with the school district. Um, what a great, great organization. Um, online, and Mr. Will Evans is the president of the Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance. He is on our Zoom call, but I think you can hear me, right, Will? I've got you, yep. All right, Will, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listening audience, please. 
Sure. Yeah, I've been with the organization for a little over 11 years. I've been in the president's role uh, for about uh, nine of those. uh, And it's been a pleasure to uh, be in the community uh, during that time and watch uh, how far we've come. Um, As Travis mentioned, uh, the economic development side of our organization focuses uh, truly on various initiatives to help create job growth, um, but also the chamber side of our organization. Uh, focuses on uh, facilitating business opportunities for our members, whether that be through uh, networking events or uh, educational events. Uh, We also uh, participate in some advocacy efforts as well for pro-business issues in the community. So uh, thank you again for having me here. Man, it's my pleasure to have all you guys on the show today. I got a question for you, Amy, right off the bat, because you sent me some good bullets to to help start off the show. Um, For a long time, CTE or vocational classes, as many people still call them, were considered only as classes for students who are not going to college. How can you address that assumption? I won't give it away how old I am, but back in the <laughs> 90s when I went to high school, you had the two paths. You had the college-bound path and the vocational path, and you were one or the other. Nobody ever really thought about you crossing over the two paths. That's a something that we would like to do away with. We would like all students to immerse themselves in career technical education. Um, We absolutely know there are students who are going to college. They show that capacity. They have that as their goal from an early age. But, you know, sometimes life can throw you a curveball and you need a backup plan. And so I've always tried to um, convince my seniors. I was a senior English teacher. I would always try to convince them to have a plan B. And a lot of them had not been through career technical courses in high school but they go away to college and then they find out college is not for them and then they come back and they don't really have a skill set and they end up in jobs having to be trained on something that they could have received training or or credentials in high school through Mm -hmm. cte but we just need to do a better job of that advisement um one of our proudest moments i have seen when i was in giles and i'm not uh, yet been able to gather the data in murray county but our top 10 were always CTE concentrators, which means they had taken at least two courses in a CTE program of study. And so that's something as a goal I want for all our high schools in Murray County is for our best and brightest that are college bound to also have a CTE concentration. And a lot of the college um, degrees start in CTE for healthcare, for instance. I always tell somebody, I remember seeing Penny Swin at the lead conference in 2019, and she talked about that she always thought she was going to be a doctor until she was in a course. I've heard her say that. Yes, yeah, so she was in a course that required, um, you know, some access to, you know, blood draws and such as that. And she said, I couldn't do it. I absolutely knew then that was not the career for me. And I've had an, a student before that went through nursing school and finished nursing school and then decided she hated nursing. And then she oh, went no. back and did dental hygiene. And so some earlier advisement in her life and some career advisement might have helped her to save the money that she spent going down a career path. She decided it was not for her or just to help solidify that. Yes, that is my passion. That is what I want to do. Oh, man, that's great. Um, you know, since you're fairly new to our district and CTE, um, what are some primary goals and how does that the goal or goals relate to the two gentlemen here with us today, Mr. Will Evans and Mr. Travis Groth? I think there's no better employee pipeline for industry in Murray County than Murray County students who are graduating, um, some who have 
perhaps already earned a certificate in the dual enrollment courses they've taken with one of the TCAT organizations mm-hmm. we're aligned with, or some of the jobs that just require a high school diploma, we want to make them good, employable adults, uh, make them have qualities that employers are looking for. Terry's going to talk to you in a little while about the Tennessee work ethic distinction um, that's available. And it looks at things like attendance and discipline referrals and such as that. And so we just want to ingrain in students' minds the qualities that are needed to be employable adults. And then we also want to work hand-in-hand with Murray Alliance and the industrial boards to say, hey, we have a student population they may not be aware of all the dual enrollment opportunities that we have in our high schools and the training that our students have already received. And so we just want to have that open pipeline of communication where when industry needs employees, the first place they turn is to our school system to look for um, graduates that are coming out with employability skills. Yeah, I think this is a great partnership with our uh, CTE departments and schools with the uh, Economic Alliance and uh, Murray Chamber. Um, Will or, or, or Travis, go ahead and chime in at any time, but how important is that to you guys to have this talented workforce coming right out of high school? It's it's critically important. Yeah, I'll, and, I'll speak a little bit. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Travis. No, please, Will. Go ahead, go ahead Travis. Uh, I was just going to hit it at a very high level and then send it to you for the details. Um, you know, the need for workforce has become more and more of a conversation over the past three, four years as we've been um, recruiting existing business, recruiting new business and working with our existing businesses. So I think there's more of an opportunity and more of a desire for these partnerships uh, to really occur. And it's, it's a great opportunity, I think, to take advantage of that. Yeah, that, that, that's a great point. Travis, you want to add on to that? Yeah, just to add a little bit, you know, I think we've seen um, a period of time now with sustained levels of, of lower than typical unemployment. And so uh, creating those pathways and opportunities, you know, directly for graduating you know, high school seniors to already have the skills to move into uh, the workforce. Uh, we're fortunate in this community to have some fantastic companies with some, you know, very high level opportunities for these students to move into. And so if we can mesh those two things together um, and play a supporting role, I mean, uh, Amy and Terry are really the, the experts in this, in this mm-hmm. piece. We just try to put everybody together and, and uh, make that process work smoother. Yeah. I've been seeing announcements from the chamber and the economic Alliance of all the new industries starting up in this area. And we already have a good base of industries in our area. So there's a lot of opportunities in CTE. Um, most recently, our governor and state officials voted in a sizable amount of funding um, for CTE in public schools, correct? Yes, that's correct. And um, tell us about a little bit about this grant funding that is now available. Okay. Uh, governor Lee was successfully able to um, sell the innovative high school model and it was voted in uh, by the governmental officials and legislature. Right now, Murray County is slated to get $7 million over the course of four years. That is subject to change because there will be reallocated funds for districts that decide not to participate. But basically what that grant does is ask us to reimagine what high school, the high school experience looks like. Time, space, modes of learning, and our partnerships. And so this came on the tail end also of uh, some legislation that was passed. It's the Industry 4.0 Distinction 
which beginning this spring, a 10th grader can declare that they want to take the Industry 4.0 distinction path. And it allows them to replace some of the credits in foreign language or fine arts or the fourth level math with dual enrollment and work-based learning opportunities. And that's for the student who who knows by 10th grade that they're likely not going to pursue a university path. And so it gets them go ahead and start uh, working in partnership with industry in the community. And perhaps it may be that they earn some of their credits um, for high school, their own site at an employer's. And so um, we have to write a application for it. We have to uh, find all our partners. And, of course, we know Murray Alliance will be working with us there. Uh, we've had some talk with Columbia State. We're just hoping to make a cohesive effort across Murray County where everybody's pulling in the same direction and has the same mindset to get our students ready. Um, the state funding formula for education is going away from the ODBEP formula. It's going to a new formula called the TISA formula. Mm-hmm. And under that formula, the, the, two, is, the two highest um, areas of focus are third grade literacy because reading is important. Yeah, you got no matter ready. what you do. And if you yeah. can't read, you're going to struggle your entire mm-hmm. life. So we're going to have a huge focus on our third grade literacy to make sure that our students are going to the third grade able to read. But then at the high school level, the focus is on CTE. Uh, the highest funding formula there is for CTE because when you look at the labor market data, about from the labor data from the THEC organization, about 51% of Murray County's graduates are going to college but only about 24% earn a college degree. And so you have that other 20-some-odd percent who have incurred debt for college, but mm-hmm. they they came away without a degree. And so with better advisement, it may be that they would have found a path to go down to become employed or to get an associate's degree or an industry credential and not incurred the debt that they've, they've gained by going to college, just kind of searching for a path. That, that That's some very valid points. And I want to point out that my experience in CTE is the fun classes. Oh, yeah. It's the hands-on things. It's li- working with the live animals, the goats and, and, and whatever else, the pigs and everything they have Absolutely. at Spring Hill High School. And, and Mount Pleasant has a welding lab. And, and there's so many things you can do and learn. I mean, becoming a welder, I was a welder mm-hmm. um, and when I was young. And that capability speaks volumes with looking for a job. I actually took that opportunity and one of my layoffs from my my uh, full-time employer and said, well, hang on, I wonder if this will help me out. And I got a really nice job doing welding. It was temporary because I got called back to my other job and it was my primary. But those things you learn in these hands-on classes, they're not only fun, they're, they're valuable, they benefit you. It's so cool. And, you know, having this extra grant money, is going to be a big, big plus to sure. every school district that participates. And I would think most would, but obviously that's not going to be the case. But um, I have another question. How can industry and business in Murray County assist CTE in Murray County? And conversely, how can CTE benefit Murray County industry and businesses? Terry, I'm going to let you take this one since that's kind of your area right. of expertise. All right, Terry, okay. you're on. Uh, with the work ethic distinction standards uh, that we're trying to follow. Last year, we did a Murray County model and just tried it, and we had 33 students who participated. This year, we're going to do the Tennessee formula. They will do everything online, upload all the information, but it deals with attendance, uh, tardiness, discipline, overall grade point average, drug-free standard, 
you know, we talk to employers, they want somebody that's going to show up, be drug-free, work hard. Um, let's see, CTE coursework is part of that. CTE completion standards or competition standards, community service, post-secondary plan, dual enrollment, industry certification, college and career assessment, and work experience standards. So with this, they have the opportunity to uh, work with partners in the community. When they get earn this credit, they can show their certificate to an employer that's one of our partners, and they that employer is saying, we will interview you if, there is, if there's an opening. Doesn't guarantee a job, but they guarantee them an interview. So the more partnerships we can get on the state level and the local level, the better. Uh, you know, you mentioned the interview part of it, and I had an interesting opportunity to teach um, interviewing skills mm-hmm. uh, at General Motors and their adult education, and some of the most fun classes I've had because you teach people how to sell themselves in an interview. And there was so much fun doing the mock interviews and, and hearing people talk. Like we did the very first one, and they were horrible. But by the time the end of the class, it was like six weeks long. They were like nailing it. And I was like, man, I want to hire you now. I mean, I don't even have a place to put you, but I want to hire you <laughs> because it was fun. So selling I mean, yourself an interview is a key. Right. And some of our partnerships, if some of those industries want to come into the classroom and do mock interviews with students. Mm-hmm. For practice. It's great. That's, that's a wonderful. Thing. I've been involved in that many times, Boys and Girls Club, different organizations, and it's so beneficial to learn those skills because most people put a tie on, guys put a tie on, ladies get nice and look, and they get in there and they're just nervous and they're scared and they're actually sweating bullets and they don't need to be. They need to be relaxed. They need to know that they got this. So that's one of the things I really enjoyed. So real quick, we got a couple minutes for a break. Um, Travis or, or um, Will... The other part of that question was, how can CTE benefit Murray County industry and businesses? I think there's there's a lot of ways that there can be benefit there. And, and um, you know, one of the things we're trying to do through the Align Murray program is make sure that the training programs that are available locally um, are better aligned with the actual employer needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're... Uh, really appreciate the partnership with Murray County Public Schools and are trying to be uh, a place where both sides can plug in um, and make sure that we're developing the, the right workforce uh, for the employers who have invested in the community and providing quality opportunities for the people who live here so they can actually stay here and raise families here. Yeah, that's a that's a very valid point. And I was, when you said that, I was thinking about the things like um, even – the classes that Columbia State Community College linemen workers, mm-hmm. I mean, that has to lead into something like CTE because that is a hands-on experience to learn all that stuff. I'm afraid of heights, so it wouldn't be for me. Um, but you learn that skill, and you could start some of that learning in the high school and then take that, and you could land a job making really good money. Isn't that a very well-paying job, Travis? It is. It's one of the fastest-growing professions uh, projected through 2026. Lineman is on the list of one of the fastest-growing professions in south-central Tennessee. And it's a good-paying job, right? Yes, it is. All right, I'm getting the signal. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be back with CTE and Murray Alliance and Economic Development after these words from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. 
let's face it, the world is constantly changing and it is now more important than ever to take care of those who you trust with your business every day. Large and even international competition has made it increasingly difficult to keep your best talent. With Caledonian Financial's local business plan to help, you can give your employees a business package that is competitive and effective for everyone. I'm Thomas Sneed with Caledonian Financial here in downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hello, WKOM and WKRM listeners. My name is Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC in Columbia, Tennessee. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my grandfather, Robert Parks, and my great-grandfather, Julian Mays, in 1958, over 60 years ago. Being family-owned and operated, we invest in our community. You'll see our support everywhere you go. Schools, sports, band, and even charities. We invest in our community because we live here and we love this community. Come see me and my cousin, Robert Rogers, at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC right off Nashville Highway or visit us at parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. We're having a great show today. The first 20 minutes we covered a lot with CTE with Miss Terry Thornton, Miss Amy Roberts, and we also have in the studio Travis Groth and Will Evans on Zoom. Um, we are talking about the great things that happen in career and technical education and just how that all ties in together with the Murray Alliance and economic development. So we talked a little bit before the break about how CTE benefits Murray County industry and business. I'd like to l- talk a little bit about WBL or work. Tell, help me out here with the acronym. Work-based learning. Work-based learning and service learning. Um, Terry, I think that's Kind of your ballpark? A little bit. Could you tell our listening audience a little bit about work-based learning? Okay. Work-based learning is something that students can do in high school. Uh, They can earn two credits a year in work-based learning. They can earn a credit in um, service learning as well. So they can do three of those. They can work um, in a school-based enterprise. I know some schools have coffee shops and uh, swag shops, T-shirt 
uh, making. Right. What else, Amy? Some other shops. Um, that's most. That's yeah, I've seen that at yeah. Spring Hill right. High School. Yeah, they right. have a little in-house. shop right there by the front mm-hmm. entrance. Right. And then we have some students who go out into the workforce and, and work during the day. For money? For money. Mm-hmm. All right. Kind of like the co-op program, yeah, as yeah. you call it. Um, but there's some responsibility on the student. They do some reflections as they work. Okay. They reflect on how they use their mathematical skills on their job, uh, any technical skills on the job or technical reading. And so it's not just that we turn them loose and say, okay, go to work, but there's responsibilities on them to reflect on how that they're using their education yeah. in the course of their job. But it also, um, we unfortunately have some students who are helping uh, their family finances. They're kind of okay. having to be a breadwinner for yeah. their families. And so that gives that student the opportunity to not have to work late into the night if we can release them early to go on and get on the job and get some extra hours in. But um, the service learning is also pretty neat in that it is not a paid position. Um, They do a service in the community or at their school. And so that may be that a student goes down for a a class period a day in the unit schools and works with an elementary school student who needs some help with reading or math as a a classroom coach. That sounds very rewarding right there. Yes. And um, or if there's like our construction classes, if there's a need of the community, like at the senior center, perhaps like a handrail needs to be replaced or something, those students with their instructors can go out and do that work and give back to the community, but also learn civic or some civic skills and some civic responsibility and uh, being a part of the community in which they live. You know, you you said something about co-op and last um, week on the big, big yellow school bus, I had uh, Caledonian financial two students that were co-op students there. And Mm -hmm. they told about their experience and how they got to that position. And this was also a paid position. Um, And I found it really interesting how Mr. Monty Sneed had lessons learned for everything he gave them to do. Mm-hmm. And that's such a cool thing to do is you're not just, you know, co-oping for a financial institution like them, but you're also learning some life lessons. I Absolutely. Mean, I think the young man, his name was Perry. He said, I actually learned how to fix a clock. And so he, he learned things other than just that financial part of it. And but there was always a lessons learned. And that's key to all these jobs, op- these opportunities that we send our students to for either uh, the lessons, what you call it, the service learning, or the WBL. And now so. some of the work-based learning is content-specific, uh, like manufacturing practicums. We have some students who have gone through the manufacturing program of study who are going out into manufacturing facilities a portion of their day, and they're combining some work-based learning hours with the practicum hours. And mm-hmm. so they're going ahead and getting that head start with the job-related skills that they're going to need to be employable when they graduate. And that's what Terry does. She works with industry in the community. Um as a liaison between the school system and industry to find those students who are searching for work-based learning opportunities and also to work with those industries who are searching for employees. So I have in my notes to mention this. So if your student is interested in something like a work-based learning or service learning and they're not doing it, they need to contact Miss Terry Thornton at Murray County Public Schools. You can get her contact information by visiting murrayk12.org mm-hmm. and going to the Resources Career Technical Education section of our website. And Ms. Terry Thornton is on there, so is Ms. Amy Roberts. Um, if, if you're interested, visit our website. Go to Resources, then Career and Technical Education, and find these ladies' names. Give them a call. And also on the other side of that, if you are a business 
and would like to partner with us, contact me. There you go. At, you know, if you need a student that does something or if you um, if you need help during the school day or just maybe a, an opportunity for a student after school, that would help, too. Yeah. And I believe, um, Travis and Will, we have the ability, because we are partnered with um, the chamber, to put these kind of, this kind of information on the chamber website also, right? Correct. And, that, you know, that's one of the ways we, we want to be a good partner with Murray County Public Schools is to help, uh, you know, package some of the information, push it out, um, leverage some of the relationships we have with the local employers and make sure they're they're take advantage and know about these programs right we have around 387 students right now across the county and work-based learning for this school year but the counselors at the school are continually adding students to that as students uh, obtain jobs uh, part of the work-based learning if you're going to leave during the school day you have to have a job if something doesn't work on that job you have to get another job and so uh, the responsibilities there on the students to hold and maintain a job and so as students come up at, during the course of the school year and land a job, they can go and work with their counselor to get into a work-based learning opportunity to leave a portion of their school day. But they are required to be at work or working on the paperwork that is part of the, the grade that they receive for the class. Well, I just gave myself a to-do list, and that's maybe to get with Terry. And then I have access to the chamber uh, account, and so we can actually post that in our in our chamber, which would go over the chamber's website, not just MurrayK12.org. So we, I can hit that on two different. That may hit more industry, right, Travis? Correct. And then you know, um, again, we want to be a good partner, and we have uh, through our existing industry support program. You know, help. Please let us know. We'll be happy to try to make sure that. Uh, whatever programs are available are get in front of the right eyeballs. So, Well, then even if industries don't have openings right now, if mm-hmm. they'll be an advisory member mm-hmm. for our clusters, that's wonderful. And guest um, speaker. Yeah, guest, guest speaker. speaker for those okay. departments. One of the uh, teachers at Columbia Central sent me an email last week that um, – a lady from Southern Exposure had come in and spoken to her class about retail industry and just the ins and outs of it. And uh, this, she said the students were just captivated by it of hearing, you know, the other side of the retail world besides being the customer walk. Right. And, and so, surprisingly, retail is a good business I and mean, you can make a lot of money, especially if you become a business owner. I mean, you can do really well in retail. And management and retail and stuff like that. So I can understand why they got excited about that. Um, I like to shop personally, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind actually owning a business or being part of something like that. So these are great opportunities. And I'm glad we have that opportunity to get this information out in more avenues than we, we currently have. So we'll be working on that. Like I said, I put it on my to-do list. It'd be great. To, to set that up with the chamber and um, get it on um, the, the website. Will, you're looking pretty happy with that that thought. Yeah. I'll just say we've got all kinds of opportunities to, to get that message out to our existing industry and our members at large. So. Yeah, I think that's a, there's a great opportunity right here. And I'm glad that was on my notes here um, that we would – bring that up and let our listening audience know, number one, if you're interested as a, an, a parent, a student, or an industry, visit murrayk12.org, go to resources, then career and technical education, and you'll find the contact information, and you'll be able to check the Murray Alliance website and find information about these programs also in the very near future. Um, all right, so there are, in my notes here, I have there are three courses needed in a focus area for all students to graduate and this sounds kind of interesting because that maybe people don't know that this 
are required. Is it required? Yes, or? it's part of the okay. Tennessee graduation yes. requirement. So these are required. Go ahead and tell us what those are. Um, they can be CTE courses, uh, like a student perhaps could take in animal science, agri-science, small animal and large animal, and they've met not only their CTE concentration, but they've also met the requirements for their high school elective focus for graduation. Some students who are college-bound may do a, a math focus. They may take three additional math credits beyond what's required. And so when students are in the eighth grade, their counselors work with them to decide then what they think their elective focus is going to be. Now, that's not to say it doesn't sometimes change throughout the course of their high school career. But the state does require a student to concentrate uh, three classes of electives in one area as their graduation requirement. That's kind of interesting. I didn't really realize that. I know I had some cool classes when I was a young man in high school, but I didn't I don't know if there was any focus like that. So when it changed from the two path system. okay. This this occurred. Right. You know, having the so that every student can be exposed to those. But it can be in the fine arts. Um, like Amy said, it can be a math focus, but it has to be above and beyond your required courses. Right. But this is instrumental. And like you said, only 26 percent of those 50 percent approximately go to college, actually obtain the degree. And if they had these classes in high school, then they could go back and say, you know what? I really enjoyed this. And maybe that could be another opportunity for them, right? Well, historically, the data, the labor market data for years has shown that only 75 to 80 percent of the jobs require a four-year degree. And the others require either associate's degree or an industry credential or, or just straight out of high school. And so for that student that knows their college, they, their dreams to get a college four-year plan, we're going to absolutely promote that mm-hmm. and also immerse them in CTE if we can is a is just a secondary option for them. But when you have seventy five to eighty percent of the workforce that's not going to need that four year college degree, then as good stewards for the community, we need to educate our students on the opportunities there are out there for them that don't require the four year college degree. Right. And when you look at there's all kind of labor market data, but the state of Tennessee releases the the annual labor market report. And when you look at it, it's broken down into doctorate, masters, bachelor's, associates, and then industry credential or no high, or just a high school diploma. Okay. It looks at the median wage on the in demand jobs and sometimes they're the out of high school job pays more than some of the four year degree jobs just because of the demand that's there. And so I think we have to find what students' interests are, but not only the interest, their aptitudes, we do aptitude testing with them. And so we, we cover it both ways. What are you interested in? But then what's your aptitude? Right. We do some aptitude testing in middle school, and then in high school they take the ASVAB test, which for years people have thought, oh, it's just to get into the military. It's not. It's an absolutely wonderful aptitude test for any student, no matter what their post-secondary plans are. And then trying to marry those with their interest because, you know, I may want to be a uh, I don't know. Um, my son's a nurse. He he loved the nursing side of it, but he didn't like math a whole lot. But in college, there was a dosage class that he had to pass. No calculator, fast on your feet, figure out if this drug is not available, which drug can you substitute in what dose, and you had to do some higher-level math. And so for that person who maybe wants to go in the medical field but doesn't recognize the math skills that are required, 
You know, that's things that you have to understand to be best educated about what career path to take. Interesting. Um, and, and sorry, can I jump ahead, in real yeah. quick? Because I think Amy brought up a couple uh, really important points here. So one, I think, uh, you know, looking forward, um, not every job requires a four-year degree, uh, but most jobs are going to require some uh, additional training. I um, mean, you know, it's often referred to as kind of middle skills. So um, more than high school, maybe less than a four-year degree or, or advanced degree. Um, and you're definitely going to need to know how to learn because we are. That, yeah. that was one of the things. My dad uh, uh, worked for the State Employment Service in Oklahoma and uh, when I was growing up and he mentioned he goes mike high school and college teaches you how to learn within a certain area he says your job is going to send you to training for their specific job right he said what they want to know is do you have basic background and do you know how are you disciplined enough to learn and he says that's what your transcript is telling your employer and that's where that work ethic Right. Comes in. I mean, well, yeah. soft skills that they learn through service learning or yeah. work-based learning or right. in the CTE classes. Well, so something, important. Yeah. something we battle is oftentimes because the ACT is very much focused across, you know, it's one of our indicators that we're graded on as a school system. And so often you'll hear students say, oh, I'm not going to college. Why do I have to take the ACT? Well, it may be that what you plan to do only requires an industry credential. But as Travis pointed out, when you get in with that employer, and you start working and moving up through the ranks there, they may look at your ACT score to see where your strengths were. And You also need – you're going to have to take tests your whole life absolutely. To, for certification, licensing, right. and stuff like that. You know, It starts with your driver's license and then moves on from there. So preparing for a comprehensive level ACT just gives you – even if you're not – your primary goal isn't college, it does give you that idea of how to prepare on a broad range – uh, for high level or high stakes testing, because when you do take that test with your employer, that is high stakes. Right. It's your job's on the line. Well, I have and, two brothers that are, are lead men for Toyota in Madison, and both of them, when they put their name in the hat to be lead men, had to take a test that had mathematical skills and reading technical manuals and such as that. And so for them to advance in their careers, they had to pull back and use those skills that were vital in high school. And so you know, I I think one of the things you asked earlier, Jack, what was our goal? We wanted to spell the theory or the fallacy that technical education is less than. It's absolutely academic, but it's in its own program of study focused mm-hmm. there. So they're still using academic skills, but it is just streamlined and focused on the area that they're in and using those skills pertinent to that area. Like I mentioned, the dosage for nursing earlier. Yeah, and if I could, I, Terry and Amy, I'd love for you to jump in if I'm if I'm wrong here. But I think one of the things we could use some help with is helping uh, parents rethink this a little bit, uh, because it sounds like we may be of kind of the same age where the vo- it was either path A or path B, mm-hmm. and a lot of these programs should really be viewed as applied learning opportunities. Absolutely, and that provides benefit to everyone, no matter what path. So let's say you do want to become a doctor. Um, take advantage of some of these uh, work-based learning and CTE programs in the healthcare field. Yeah, health science. We have yeah. Yeah. all the schools. Yeah, you, you, you know, if you want to go into medical field, your HOSA classes are probably the best thing you can get right. into. Yes, absolutely. Uh, terminology, hands-on work, learn, you know, and uh, I, I know the, the one in Kalioka, you know, you, had, you literally had the dummies, you know, the little, yes. you know, 
dummies to work on. So guess what? When you go into nursing or you go into guess what you're going to be learning on? If you're already familiar with those things as a high school student, that just gives you a leg up you know, going into your college four year, four year or eight year, whatever your medical degree that you're shooting for. You just got another step up. Plus, you've got training and a certification that, OK, while I'm over here, I need a job. I need to pay the bills. And so I can go in as a med tech somewhere, work at the very least part time, but work as a med tech while I'm still getting that doctor, right. nurse, whatever else degree that I want at the high level. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our, our dual enrollment opportunities that we have with our post-secondary partners, uh, TCAT Pulaski, TCAT Hohenwald, Columbia State. And so those students are are going ahead and, and earning post-secondary hours while they're in high school. But you mentioned having the job while I'm in school. I've had quite a few students who have done the dual enrollment uh, phlebotomy and gotten their phlebotomy license and have, have moonlighted in that job while they were going through nursing school. And so it didn't cut off the amount of time required for their nursing school, but if it came down to do sticks, they were experts at it. So they yeah, had that leg up. Yeah, that's a much-needed profession, too. Right. I, I'm actually associated with Blood Assurance, our local blood bank here. And they love that the people who are available to help with that. And if it's just temporary while they're going to school, it's a great opportunity. Um, I like I give my blood debt regularly. I'm a regular donor, so I like a good phlebotomist that knows how to uh, make sure that they get it on the first stick. <laughs> um, it, it makes a big difference in how I react. Um, this has been great. I, you know, the things that we have and the partnerships that we have with Murray Alliance and Economic Development and CTE are just amazing, folks. Um, the opportunities that the students now have in public school is mind-blowing. It's so cool to think that you can go to school and high school and with the right motivation, you can walk out with a job doing amazing things. Well, we got to take a break, so we'll be back with our last segment of the Big Yellow School Bus after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Men, this is for you. Stop and listen. Every woman has a secret desire to have diamonds. I can say this because I am a woman. When I put on my ring or put on my earrings that my husband gave me, I feel special. Stop by Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia or Lewisburg. Let us help you find a special diamond just for her. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Folks, Barry Rankin is your hometown grocer right here at Foodland Supermarket in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. You go to Foodland, they're going to take Foodland. care of you. The shelves are stocked and the people are fantastic. Easy parking and you're right in, right out. T. Willie, I agree. That's been my experience as well. This week, we've got a whole new round of specials. Started today, August 17th through Tuesday, August 23rd. Barry, talk about your days and hours. We're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. We're closing Monday just because they're actually filming part of a movie inside our store. It's going to be a Hallmark Christmas movie that they're going to film, so they're going to do that. They're going to be here a couple of days for that, so we have to close one day at 6 p.m. for them to do what they need to do. That's pretty cool, y'all. And, and again, they like the hometown atmosphere. That's that's sort of their signature. It is the hometown grocery store. Yep. Barry Rankin, y'all have a great week at Foodland. Have a good day, guys. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb on Front Porch Radio, Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. What a great show today. CTE, Murray Alliance and Economic Development. We're learning a lot today and opportunities. Um, you know, I want to visit it one more time. If you are interested in working with our CTE department, contact either Amy Roberts or Terry Thornton via our website, murrayk12.org, resources, career and technical development, education. Um, They will hook you up, either the business, the individual, or whatever it is you need, they'll take care of you. You know, Terry, let's talk a little bit about the CTE providing elementary and unit schools with career books. Yes. Because that's starting very early in their careers, right? Right. Uh, the last couple of years, we've had a career uh, CTE mobile cart, and it would uh, take these carts of books to the different elementary schools, and they would have them for about a month. And then we decided that it would be more beneficial to the schools if every school could have their own career cart. Then teachers could check out the books, counselors could use it, um, they be available in the library anytime they needed it throughout the year. So we've invested in a lot of career books, everything from picture books um, to read to kindergarten students and pre-K to books that I've enjoyed looking at myself. All right. Um, But we're going to provide those for every elementary school. And um, Yeah, I was curious, like, what would a book be for somebody that young? And uh, obviously it's going to be about some kind of industry. Right. Um, And 
these aren't just traditional careers that you see. There's there's some things that I'd never heard of, and it's like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting. I'd like to have known about that when I was young. So interesting. Um, and and, nice and the fact that you can books. start it at, at the elementary school age, and it starts triggering the imagination because every kid sees a firefighter and wants to become a firefighter, or a police officer wants to become a police officer. I think I had a fire truck in my when I was young. It's just something you see, and so if you introduce these things at an early age. The results are going to be amazing when they go into their learning later in their middle school uh, to high school. Yeah, this is this is kind of cool that we do this now. I didn't know we did this. Yeah, well, we're working we're working on getting the books cataloged so they'll be available uh, to the schools as soon as we can get all those little stickers on there. If Terry, <laughs> great role. Work out for Terry and workforce development. She's an amazing <laughs> librarian because she has sat for days on end. Uh, putting call numbers on books. So I appreciate that effort from her. That's cool. Very, very, very cool. Cataloging books and getting them ready for elementary schools. Um, what a great, great thing. I got to say that this whole show has bring, brought to light a lot of the things that people don't know about that we have available here at Murray County Public Schools. You know, we have so many opportunities. I think I said it right before the break because um, I get passionate when I start thinking about the opportunities we have available in our public schools to students to be able to walk out of high school and become a welder or go get that linesman. And that's a short program that we talked about earlier, and it doesn't require a degree. It's a, what do they call that when it's not a degree? A credential. A credential. Or a certificate. Or a certificate that they can go ahead and start a job as making really good money. Or the the college-bound student that starts as a sophomore instead of a freshman in their first year because they've gotten so many dual enrollment credits. Wow, that's a money saver right there. I would, you know. As a parent, that was amazing. Yeah. in, In school. I think my my daughter did a five year master program to be an, an educator, which was a, a year savings. Um, so they, they, there's all kinds of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Well, we're running out of time on the Big Yale School Bus, and we really love to hear shout outs from our guests. So I'm I've warned you all ahead of time, so you should have something really great to shout out on. So I'm going to start with you, Miss Terry. Okay. Well, I would like to shout out as uh, well as um, Amy. Um, uh, Karen Blair, she's our CTE specialist, and she keeps us both straight with everything. Our teachers depend on her. Even if they just need a shoulder to cry on sometime, they'll call up Karen, and uh, she seems to fix things for us. So She's amazing. Yes, I will say this about Karen because I didn't know much about the finance part of my job and, and all that, so I would go over and bring my laptop, and I'd say, Karen, help. And Karen was like, okay, Jack, you just click here, do this, do this, do this. And and she was very instrumental in helping me. So that's a great shout out to Karen. Uh, I echo Terry's sentiments. Uh, could not do what we do without Karen. She is amazing. But on the other side of that, we also couldn't do what we do without our teachers in the CTE uh, departments. They're the boots on the ground. They're the ones having relationships with the students and making them learn and love the program of study that they're in and um, want to go and pursue that as a program of study and finding opportunities for them in work-based learning. Along the same lines, our counselors in our school systems um, work tirelessly to get students into the classes they want. Uh, they, You know, it's it's like a puzzle. You've only got mm-hmm. so many, uh, class periods during the day, and some of these classes are only offered once a day. And so our counselors uh, work very hard to try to get students into all the classes it is that they want and need and our principals also they support us in cte and and 
all the things and emails and calls they get from us from the CTE world, but they recognize the importance of it, and we appreciate their support. Well, what a great shout-out. And I enjoy working with a lot of your CTE teachers, John Paul. Um, you got Mr. Perry out in um, Kalioka. Who's the gentleman in Spring Hill? Which, uh, Josh Norman. And Josh, yeah. And and these guys are amazing. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. getting tight on time. Um, Travis Growth, what's your shout-out for today? Yeah, first, thank you so much for, for allowing me to be part of this, and I can't wait to help support the great work that Terry and Amy are doing um, and just support them. And then the shout-out would be to Dr. Smith and her team at Columbia State Community College. Um, in the la- governor's last budget, the Southern Regional Technology Center was funded, which will be a $50 million-plus training center, about half dedicated to the healthcare industry and half dedicated to the adma- advanced manufacturing manufacturing industry, and there will be both Columbia State and TGAT, TCAT training programs to house. So going forward for workforce development in Murray County, that's a huge win um, and will just be a uh, tremendous asset for the community. Great shout out to Dr. Smith and the whole program over there. What a great leader. And Coach. Yo, Will first. Oh, Will, I almost skipped you there. <laughs> will, you're up next on that's your okay. shout out. Yeah. I'm glad I wrote down a few because Travis kind of took mine a little <laughs> that bit. That happens but, uh, on this along, when, you, when you're waiting to go to your last on the list. Yeah, no, no. Along the same lines, um, you know, a little more general, just want to shout out the uh, governor and the state legislator, obviously our local representative, Senator Hensley and Representative Spicky, um, regarding this budget and uh, including those additional funds for the CTE and those, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, bonuses. I, you know, we do a... Uh, state legislative agenda every year and always on that is putting in place uh, legislation that helps align what our workforce needs are with uh, the the students in the school. So that's exactly what they've done, both with that funding and then back to the uh, Columbia State building and, and providing that funding as well. Great shout out. You know, it is so vitally important to have these uh, new grants and this new money, like $7 million, right? Yes. Yeah, amazing. Great shout out, Will. Coach? Uh, I really wish I knew what specific person, but I don't think there is a specific person. It's such a team effort here. But I want to I give a shout out to the CTE leadership, uh, basically across the state, to change the view of CTE. When I first started teaching, CTE was your safety net. If you couldn't go to college, and then you would you would go to CTE and get your hands-on training and learn a trade and stuff like that. Now they have developed the CTE courses. They've developed the understanding of CTE to where it is now not just a safety net, but it is an equal and viable for high-level students in you know for their career development. And I think that's a huge improvement in our school system and uh, a very important development wow. for our school system. Great shout out, Mike. You're, you're absolutely right. These are these programs are so instrumental in preparing our students um, either in college bound or not. Um, my shout out is going to be to the Murray Alliance and Chamber Economic Alliance and Murray Chamber. What a great team. I recently with another uh, entity that I'm associated with uh, hosted a chamber coffee it was such a great event. They made it so easy. Get involved with your Murray Chamber and your Economic Alliance. Talk to them. Become a part of them. If you're a business and you're not already involved, get involved. Well, that's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. I want to thank you for joining us, and we'll be back again next week on 101.7 FM. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. 
right here on WKOM 101.7 FM.